It's time for Fish Facts TV. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. All right. <laughs> it's I don't know what happened. I thought I did it, and then it it did something weird right when I was hitting record, and I just noticed it. Um, it didn't say recording, but. Okay, I'll try to be as candid as possible. Now that it's rehearsed. <laughs> All right. I don't even know if it might even kick us off Zoom because um, it went too long. Do we know how long it's been? Oh, Let's just try to do minutes. a quicker one. Um, and we will, you know. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Three, two, one. Fish casting. Uh, I, it's, I can't even start because I'm so. Welcome <laughs> to fish. Welcome to fish casting. <laughs> Welcome to Fish Casting the Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner of Fish Facts TV. All right, guys, a couple quick admin notes before I start off. Um, first thing, I apologize. Last week, I got a new computer, so it wasn't – the sound was all messed up. So I wanted to say I, I got my old headphones and I hooked them up to my new computer. It looks like this should be recording better. Second off, um, due to some of these technical difficulties associated with messing with the, the sound, uh, we actually recorded a whole podcast, except I forgot to hit record. So uh, we're going to kind of just do a quick recap because we've already been sitting here for about a half an hour talking through some stuff. Um, and we already kind of know the responses to each other's questions. So it won't be as candid as it typically is, but I still did some good fishing um, so I just kind of want to do a quick run through um, and just make it, you know, we want to post something, obviously, but it is probably going to be a little shorter just because we've already been sitting here for a while, even though it wasn't recorded. All right, let's go. Yeah, Tanner, tell me what you got. Um, as you alluded to just now, um, I did not do any fishing. Uh, I did get to see you in Sarasota for a mutual friend's wedding. But you're the one who did all the fishing, so take it away. Um, I'll try to come up with some different questions so I can <laughs> kind of get a candid response, uh, and then it's not uh, something you already know the answer to. So uh, take it away, my man. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'll try to be a little bit briefer about my first trip. Uh, again, we were staying in Sarasota for a wedding. I tried to fish from shore off the hotel. There was a good looking flat and a good looking marina. Some friends said they saw snook in the marina. I personally did not. Tried to get some pinfish, tried to throw some artificials for snook, for trout, did not have a single bite. However, I did see some people fishing for um, something out the window of the rehearsal dinner and they did pull up a fish which I believe to be a toadfish. Overall, I only spent about an hour and a half down there, but it was disappointing that I didn't even get a bite. Yeah, you stole my thunder with asking what kind of great fish that is. So um, we'll just keep it moving, I guess. Yeah, um, again, we, we had some good dialogue there the first time, but um, we're just gonna try to get something out and get it quick. You know, We already posted something last week, um, I guess this is more we're testing out the new headphones. And again, I feel like a moron for not hitting record. But second fishing trip of the week, 
on the way back from Sarasota, I stopped in a little town called LaBelle to buy some shiners. Um, and then I kind of worked my way from Sarasota across US 41. And I tried a bunch of different little spillways, spots off the side of the road, fishing for largemouth, peacock bass, and snook. Did not have a single bite in that entire drive. One spot in particular outside of Everglades City looked absolutely perfect. Um, there was mangroves. There was good flow right under this bridge. I was convinced I was going to pull a snook out of there, um, especially with these live shiners. But unfortunately, I had no luck. Yeah, that's a bummer. And I, I know I don't even know which recording it was, but you, you said you stopped at like 10 or 12 spots. And that's just that's just a lot of uh, abuse to not get any bites or anything. And uh, I commend you for for keeping with it, though. And to add insult to injury, my legs got utterly destroyed by mosquitoes. So um, it, it was frustrating to pop into all those spots. But, you know, it's important to scout out new spots. Um, and that's what I was trying to do. So even though it, it didn't pan out like I hoped it to, I did get a little uh, bittersweet victory at the end. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't mention the mosquito part before. So you may have picked up some sort of mosquito-borne illness or disease. So you may have caught <laughs> something after all. Touche to that one. I, I do. I don't <laughs> think I've had this many mosquito bites on my legs since I was probably in middle school. Um, I think I'm working with about 15 right now, um, and uh, it's it's not very comfortable. <laughs> All right, um, I guess I will move on to to the final cherry on top. There, um, I got back home. And, um, you know, I had all those shiners left, so I wanted to try a saltier little canal by my house. And I dropped in with those live shiners, and I actually had a little bit of luck. I caught two nice mangrove snappers, about 15 inches, and I had something else just break me off. Um, I don't know if it was a big jack, snook, shark, tarpon, um, or barracuda. It could have been any of the above, but it broke me up above the leader at the swivel, which is a little bit different. Maybe not something you'd expect for a shark, but it did put it quite the run in the few seconds that I had it on. Yeah, that's nice to, after having, you know, such, such terrible luck all day long to at least catch some fish, get a good run and kind of uh, end the day strong. You know, and, and I know you said it was close to your house, so it's nice to have that spot. You can access it and, and um, get out there when you want to relax or wet a line. So that's pretty nice. Yeah, it, it is nice to kind of have that in my back pocket is somewhere where, you know, I can go and run and grab a dozen shiners um, and go drop under there and hopefully pull out something, uh, something good. And, you know, I, maybe next time I can catch whatever that big fish was. There you go. Leave, leave you wishing and, uh, and wanting more. Absolutely. All right, we'll move on. Uh, so I took the boat out with my friend Marcus. It was a small craft advisory in the bay, which really limits our spots to one spot um, where I can go in those conditions. Um, and I went over there and I, I had a little bit of luck. I caught a, uh, a few snapper and a little yellow jack and fried them up. And uh, the yellow jack was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So it was, a, it was a tasty trip. We 
didn't catch a ton of fish, but considering the conditions, uh, I think it was better than I thought. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I, I know earlier when we when we um, were talking, you mentioned it's the first yellow jack you've eaten. Um, I'm glad you're able to, to experience that. I think they're really good fish, and um, I'm glad it paired well with uh, with your snapper. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we'll we'll move on again. This is going to be probably the shortest podcast we've ever done, but that's only because we did it before and I forgot to hit record. Um, so the next thing, uh, the next question we're going to ask is if you could use one lure for the rest of your life, Tim, tell me what it would be. So, you know, this, this obviously came in from an anonymous, um, uh, Instagram follower of the podcast. Um, and I'm going to try to keep this one as candid as possible. Um, just like I did before. Um, I'm going to go with the DOA shrimp. The DOA shrimp is an artificial shrimp looking critter um, that it, it really works for any fish in saltwater. I've caught um, pelagic species on it. I've caught inshore species, snook, trout, red, tarpon, really anything under the sun. Um, it seems like any saltwater fish that swims out there that you, that you wanna catch will eat a shrimp. So a DOA shrimp in the most natural color possible, um, just your standard, I think it's three and a half inch artificial shrimp. That would be my go-to. Um, I've caught tons of fish on them. And uh, Tanner, what about you? Um, as I mentioned before, I, uh, I, I would say the three-inch gulp shrimp would probably be mine. However, um, for the sake of conversation, I'm going to say the four-inch zoom finesse worm in watermelon, because I think that that is a uh, primarily a bass lure, but I think it's something that would easily translate to salt water. So, uh, you know, obviously it probably wouldn't be my first choice in salt water or freshwater, but I think as far as a compromise lure that I think I would be able to do, do well on, um, I think that might be it. Yeah, I, I think that it, it could definitely translate. Um, <clears throat> I know similar lures, I don't know that one specifically, but uh, I bet it, it's pretty similar to some of the saltwater looking flukes that are out there. And with a jig head, you probably have pretty good success uh, on both um, types of water. And all right, our last thing today, the shark of the week, the lemon shark, Negaprion breviturosus. Uh, Tim, let's hear about the lemon shark from your perspective. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I've caught a handful of them. Um, I don't actively seek out um, shark fishing, but when I was younger, I did. It was nice to go out at night and, uh, and, and have some fun with big tackle, big baits, hook into some big fish. Mostly got into bull sharks and black tip sharks. Every once in a while we get a lemon, but the, the lemon sharks, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about them. Um, they're not the biggest, baddest guys out there. Um, I, I've also never eaten one, but I have caught them. They're just, you know, you're, you're kind of cookie cutter standard shark to me, you know, they're, they're bigger than a black tip, smaller than the bull, just a, a sharky shark that's out there. Um, I did have an interaction with one in a spearfishing tournament a couple months ago. It did try to steal a snapper that I had my hands on. Um, but other than that, I don't have a whole lot to say about them. Uh, I like sharks. That's why I don't fish for them, but, um, that's really all I got. How about you, Tanner? Um, I think they're one of the common bait stealers. I've caught a few of them, never on purpose. I feel like they like to sit under the boat and steal snapper. Um, I have dealt with them most of my life. 
I don't really like them. Um, I think they're generally a pain in the butt, um, but they obviously serve their purpose. And uh, yeah, if you're, if you're fishing heavy tackle and you want to spend all day bent over, that's an option. However, uh, I don't think there's a lot of value um, to catching them from my perspective. Yeah, wouldn't be something I'd want to target, but you know, they, they're out there and they, they do serve a purpose, um, but I will leave them alone. Well, all right, Tim, I think that is going to be it for today. It sounds like uh, you got some fun hunting to do. And, you know, I'm freezing here in Miami at uh, 60 degrees. Um, I wish you the best luck in the, the tundra that is Alabama. Yeah, thank you. I, I head up uh, to Alabama in a couple days. It's going to be very cold. The forecast is really, really chilly, expecting some ice and some snow up there. So um, I will freeze my butt off while I'm out there, but I'm looking forward to bring back some good content. And, you know, just, just one more note, and it's not a dig at Tanner at all. The last uh, recording we did of this that didn't get recorded probably was our best show we've ever done. So um, look, looking to empty the tank next time and bring the fire. So, uh, we'll bring it good next show for sure. Yeah. I, I really apologize guys. You know, it, it definitely was the best show we've ever done. Um, and I think that from your perspective, there's always going to have to be that wondering of what you missed. You know, <laughs> I can say personally, um, my descriptions were so clear You'd, you'd think you were watching them in 4K, you know, just such a, such a rich explanation of these, these journeys. You know, my advice on the tackle was so explicit. You could walk out to your local pond and know exactly what I was doing without any question down to the hooks, line, and sinkers. Um, and yeah, again, I, I'm very sorry for that. And I, uh, I hope you guys can forgive me and, you know, when... Tim is able to fish again. We'll get a new podcast, but I promise you it will not be as good as the one that you just missed. <laughs> well, I, you know, maybe it wasn't that good, but uh, no, I, I forgive you, Tanner. We'll, we'll get back to it and uh, I'll, I'll do some fishing and we'll, we'll come back better than ever. All right. Sounds good, Tim. I'll see you next time. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.